Last time on Cursebreaker, we finally started our journey to Tildry after a few last-minute errands. The road started out muggy, buggy, and miserable on an unusually hot spring day, but a group of kind strangers turned the day around when they shared their meal with us. Partway through the day, we crossed a crystal-clear stream where the party stopped to swim, then walked a few more miles before setting up camp. Before the end of the night, a bright light in the sky fell towards the party, revealing itself to be an ancient golden dragon. As it drank from a nearby pond, Snack approached the dragon cautiously and ended up making a new friend. I'm not jealous. Not at all. Dragons are silly. <laughs> Um, so we're actually going to start the morning after that. Um, so that was kind of the last big event of the night is you all had witnessed this dragon touching down, taking a big swig from the pond and snack approaching it to try to make some appeal to join the golden dragon flight. Um, which it didn't exactly let you in, but it did give you a golden dragon scale snack. Uh, when you all awake the next day, um, Holly, you see... Uh, your pack looks like it's been rifled through. Um, and, yeah, a few things in your tent look just a little out of place. Um, Holly immediately pats her pocket to see if Henri, her chameleon, is safe. Henri's fine. Okay, good. She, like, <sighs> okay, and then she'll just start, like, digging through her pack and looking to see if anything got taken. You put all your items out one by one into the tent, and you see that everything is accounted for except a cat statue uh, that you had picked up back in Lamplight. Mm. It also crosses your mind as strange because nobody's supposed to be able to get anything out of the pack of privacy. That's the whole point. This is very, very odd. Hmm. Um, who's closest to me? Who's in your tent? Probably Uli. Probably Uli, yeah. <laughs> Is she asleep? Busted. <laughs> um, I'm going to roll over and just like smack Uli in the chest, <laughs> like in her boob. What? Uh, what? <laughs> I'm going to smack her again in the boob. Again. Ow. Stop, man. Uli, Uli, wake up. What? Uh, I think I think someone was in here last night. Unless, uh, I don't know, My there's something missing from my pack. Um... It's just really weird. Did it? Is your stuff okay? Is my stuff okay? Your stuff is okay. You both notice the front of the tent is open a little bit and flapping in the wind. I think someone snuck in last night. Um, I, I have this pack, you know, that no one is supposed to be able to go, get into, and mm-hmm. um, something was taken out of it. So I don't know how the fuck that happened but whole scary i mean do you like sleepwalk do you have you done that no i don't i don't think so i mean i wouldn't know because i'd be asleep but and i was like none of my out. past lovers have told me <laughs> 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 and she winks at <laughs> Uli. Oh. yeah i suppose they'd know huh um yeah. um could something could something have gotten out like just rolled itself? out 
So the two of you are kind of looking over your tent and all of your things. Uh, how do each of you sleep? What are like the effects that you need around you to sleep? I, I sleep face down. <laughs> <laughs> you just, just plank? Out. I like you flop onto my face. Sleep. I plank and then I pass out. <laughs> plank to sleep. I think Holly sleeps in like the fetal position on her side, like curled up. Mm-hmm. Do you have like any magical pillows or... No, okay. I'm just, I mean, I don't travel very often, so I probably have pretty slim sure. pickings for traveling gear. So outside of this tent, uh, who else is up? Who's like an early riser? Hmm. I think we've established that the three of us, um, myself, Bert, and Snack, are all kind of late risers. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's correct. Yeah. We're probably still sleeping then. Yeah. So boys' tent is still asleep. <laughs> sure. Um, I'm boys' tent. Yeah. <laughs> That's so exciting. You get to be in the fart tent. You get to be in the tent. Yeah. You're a stinky, stinky boy. Stinky Does tent. the skeleton sleep in the tent? <laughs> um, the skeleton. Yeah, how do you sleep with skeleton? Do you skeleton? take it off like shoes? Yeah, I take it off. I um, I do like a nice um, like brush down of mm. all of the bones, mm-hmm. and then I oh, stack wow. them neatly um, as just as I, I fold my trench cloak oh, sure. and all of the clothes that the skeleton wears. Do you leave the skeleton outside like you do with shoes when you're camping? No, it stays inside. I do all the like the brushing and cleanup mm-hmm. outside, but then I take it inside and fold it nicely and it okay. kind of like is a is it's its own shrine kind of. Sure. Where it um I place it just above where my head is going to be while I sleep. Yeah. And then I sleep below it. Good. So you don't have to slip into like a dewy skeleton in the morning. <laughs> no. yeah. Nothing worse than yeah. that. It's wet. Slimy. Yeah. A damp skelly. So then if, um, if it is just Holly and Uli that are awake, eventually your search leads you to look outside of your tent where you see a cat statue standing in the grass just a few feet away from your tent in a different pose than when you initially found it. Mm-hmm. Um, Uli, that, do, you yeah. see, do you see that? you mean the cat thing yeah that's that's definitely not how it looked when we got it right i mean i don't remember oh god maybe this was one of the cursed items that they didn't you know we got in the underdock i'm i'm uh, i don't like this (sighs) oh holy holy is everything okay out there about time the boy tent woke up (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think we're fine there's a the something weird happened last night. Um, the cursed statue is alive. Probably. Tibio makes his way out of the boys' tent and he has his um, cloak folded and like wrapped around his shoulders like a blankie shawl, <laughs> and just like tiptoes out of the tent, all I mean, tiny without a skeleton on. Cute. Oh my god! And he's so like cute. rubbing his uh, his eyes with his hands and still Aww. yawning and stretching. Probably w- one of the first times you've seen Tibio out of the skeleton. <laughs> just like toddling out of the tent like good morning <laughs> what is it? what is to um like what's his hair color and stuff can you remind us what his face looks like a little bit it's just been a while um he's kind of i think we went with he's kind of like tim burtony like very pale mm-hmm. um kind of sunken eyes big eyes like mm-hmm. um very gaunt in face and then dark like kind of tousled hair mm-hmm. um but very like very young mm. he's very young okay cool or it sticks his head out of the tent and says, did somebody say something weird happen? <laughs> mm, yeah. The cat statue is alive. I, I don't know. It's cursed. I mean, it's clearly not currently. Uh, can someone make us some coffee, please? Miss Veronica said that the cat statue was not cursed. How oh. could it be cursed? Do we know what it does? Mm-mm. We Maybe never looked into that. Alive. Um... 
someone want to do that? Uh, uh, yeah, I can take a look at it. I'm a little fuzzy, but uh, this should work. Anyone um, want some ale? Morning ale. Morning. <laughs> so you guys start the day off, right? Uh, not right now. We'll I'll leave, have but some thanks. of that coffee. Uh, <laughs> do we have coffee? Can you make coffee? Because I don't know how. <laughs> I don't we know how either. We have cocoa and ale. <laughs> Snack uh, slithered out uh, towards the fire pit and found that there was still some embers and is now uh, boiling some water for cocoa. Oh Hell yeah. Uh, Bert's going to cast Identify on this mm. cat statue. Okay. I'm going to get rid of Detect Magic because that Identify is just like way too good. Ousting it. <laughs> yeah, um, it's good. Check. Good sleep, huh? It was fine for a road sleep. Hmm. Well, can you believe we saw that gold dragon last night? Oh, yeah, that was that was weird. That was awesome. Snag, is that what you will look like when you are a dragon? I suppose so. Now that I am part of its flight, I, um, I awkwardly approach uh, behind Holly and um, do a slight bow as I say, uh, Holly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Holly, it is me, Snack. <laughs> I, I have received this, uh, this boon from the golden dragon that we saw last night. Do you remember? Um, yeah, I remember. It's, wow, it's, it's so pretty. Thank you. Yes. Um, I know that you do, uh, crafting. Is that right? Holly's, like, reaching out. She's just kind of mesmerized by the scale. She's, like, trying to touch it. Yes. It's very nice. Wow. But it's mine. And I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> However... Um, However, Holly, I, I have prepared cocoa, and I was wondering, perhaps, if you would uh, turn this scale into something for me. Something that I may wear. Well, I've never worked with a dragon scale, a true golden dragon scale before, but oh man, would I love to get my hands on it. <laughs> yeah, I'll do anything. <laughs> this neck backs up a little bit, <laughs> but doesn't quite bolt. That is wonderful, Holly. I have things that I can offer as trade. I know we are allies, but I do not expect you to do such labor uh, without reward. Mm. I, I was wondering if you could make me a breastplate of some kind. Mm, do you, do dragons need breastplates? Of course, they have scales that uh, protect their chest, but uh, my scales are not quite growing in yet. Mm. Um, I, I haven't made armor before. Hmm. However... I definitely could uh, research some of the techniques, um, but I will say I'm very good with magical items that can be turned into things to wear. So, you know, making a breastplate shouldn't be that much harder. Thank you. So I'll just hold on to this then for you. And uh, she takes it from his grasp and like puts it in her pack of holding um, and just like pats it after it's in there. <laughs> this is much appreciated, Holly. I will grant you one wish. You may ask yeah. one thing of me, Snack, and I will, I will do it for you. Hmm. And I do a, a deeper bow this time, and then uh, walk off proudly back to the fireplace in Coco. Intriguing little man. <clears throat> uh, Bert, your identify spell has uh, <clears throat> resolves. Ding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so this cat statue uh, has a strong transmutation effect on it. Uh, it's a little complicated, though. Um, you've sussed out that this statue is activated by uh, being stroked by a living creature? Uh, 
Holly, I've taken a look at this statue of yours. Oh, I mean, it's not really mine. I just hold things for the party, but... True, true. Uh, <laughs> transmutation, that's kind of your specialty, isn't it? Um, yeah, in a certain sense, for sure. Well, there's some of that going on with the statue. But hmm. look what happens when you do this. <laughs> and you, uh, you scratch a little bit behind its ear. And uh, you see this uh, elegantly detailed porcelain cat uh, immediately kind of stand taller and do an about face and look at you, Bert, and say, hello. No, it talks No, no, no. <laughs> wow, what a good cat statue. <clears throat> Holly, like, jumps three feet backwards. <laughs> She's so uh, shocked. The, the cat, um, Bert, kind of, uh, like, buckles down into your arms uh, as Holly jumps away and says, uh, hmm, I haven't much time. What is your name? Uh, I'm Engelbert F.F. Wisherspoon. Engelbert, it's great to meet you. I am... <laughs> hmm, you might call me Sal. Sal. Sam. What's a cat's name? I like Sal. 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 Nice to meet you. <clears throat> a pleasure to meet you. And this is who? And she looks over at Holly. Um, uh, n- n- pleasure. Uh, I'm Holly Hyacinth. Intriguing. And where are we? And it just gets like super wide eyes and like looks around at the field. <laughs> well, we're just on the road uh, on our way to Tildry. You know it? It's not turning back around to look at you. And uh, you kind of feel that this cat has turned to porcelain again. Sal? Hello? Sal, you with me? Um, Holly's going to like get close to it again and kind of um, like tap it on the back of the head a little bit with her finger. You try it. And um, it... Uh, reacts to that it starts kind of chasing your finger around and it looks at you and it says hmm holly so great to see you again how long has it been like two <laughs> seconds sir um wait before you go what are you uh, i am a cat oh <laughs> cool uh do you do something i exist as you do i assume i've been to this place before i believe uh engelbert wisherspoon brought me here once <laughs> no Ah, yo, right here. There he is, the man himself. <laughs> it's so great to. And it turns back into porcelain. Ah, Sal. Oh, oh man. It's like 10 this seconds. This cat needs constant attention. Um, <laughs> I cast Mage Hand to pet the cat. Give me an Arcana check. Wow, not one! Oh, nice. oh. Great. okay. Neo! So you find out right away, you find out that um, Mage Hand doesn't, um, doesn't, like, <laughs> does not make the cat come alive. Womp womp. Um, sorry, I was wrestling with saying turn on the cat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it does not oh, make yes. the cat, <laughs> doesn't make the cat not porcelain. Not only that, but with this Mage Hand, you tried a little harder to activate it. And you push it out of Bert's hands, and it hits the ground, and it shatters. It breaks into no. two pieces. Whoa. Oh, no. Sal. Wow. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. We Je barely even knew what it did. Uh, may I? Uh, <sighs> can I try to fix it? Yeah, you can try. Uh, you can't uh, use Press the digitation. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Um, prestidigitation digita- doesn't quite have the mileage to put this back I together. literally have no idea what prestidigitation does. It's I like, keep trying it because I have no idea. It just <laughs> says like miscellaneous small things. It's got like a list of crap. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a tricky one. Prestidigitation is supposed to cover everything a magician can do. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. So like smoke tricks, flames, card tricks, like you can make something hot or cold. But mending is specifically the cantrip you would need to um, try to do that. Uh, Step back, <laughs> Bone Man. You've done enough. <laughs> You've done enough here. It's all, it's all right. It's all right, Tibbs. It's all right. Bones is okay. Come here. I'm so sorry. I give him a hug. Holly is going to cast mending on the shattered cat. Okay. Um, yeah, you watch the the cat sort of um, looks like Elmer's glue is filling up between the cracks, and it just becomes <laughs> one solid piece of porcelain again. Mm. Well. <laughs> we, we can try it again and she just gives it one big stroke down the whole back of it and it uh kind of like perks its ears up and looks around and says ah the valley ah and holly and bert too <laughs> so good to see all of you once again Whew, sal we thought we lost you there for a minute how you, how you feeling sal all right is rain how are you feeling engelbert wisherspoon <laughs> oh, great fantastic and holly hyacinth how are you this morning uh, good what what other places have you been Oh, his eyes kind of like go wide and he's just like, you can see like his entire life flashing before his eyes. He says, I've seen a great many fields like this. Cool. Um, well, that might come in handy later. That's all we're going to get, isn't it? It stares back at you blankly. (laughs) (laughs) Have you guys like, what if you like pet him while you're talking to him? Yeah, that's possible. But I think like. Right now, I don't know if we're going to get a ton out of them. I mean, we can keep trying that if you want. Uh, we do probably need to get moving again. Yeah. Uh, how's that coffee coming, Mr. Snack? It is quite ready. And then you, you see uh, Snack putting a bottle of whiskey back into his lamp. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I will take one of those. Thank you. Thank you for teaching me this recipe, you're Uli. W- you're welcome. <laughs> and I hand out cups to everyone. Okay. I'm going to pass. I don't drink sugar in the morning. <laughs> Tibio smells his and takes a slow, cautious sip. Um, Henry and Maisie approach, and Maisie reaches out for a cup, and mm. Henry just goes, no, Maisie. <laughs> <laughs> Maisie is a champion. What are you doing? She is a champion, but i um, pretty sure I saw that. And he points to the, the where your whiskey is stashed. I look uh, back at Uli and shrug and... <laughs> I, in this in this realm or whatever i don't know where you came from kids can't be champions yet they that have to seem so prejudiced I, it is it's really we're working on it mm. yeah. there's a lot of <laughs> revolutions and stuff it's an unfair standard for kobolds and humans yeah. i see but just just imagine that Maisie has to become a dragon before she can drink these mm. yeah um, as you all are putting your tents down and, and packing up again to move along, a wagon comes rolling down the road not too far from you. Um, you see, uh, it's just a lone man, uh, kind of uh, right at like retirement age, um, driving a, like a covered like canvas like Conestoga wagon. So uh, he's so he's ninety years old then. Well, retirement age. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, no. This is adventuring retirement age, which In is like economy. forty-five. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, rolls past you, and uh, he actually kind of turns in toward your encampment, and he just holds up one arm, and he just says, "Hail." Uh, well met, stranger. Says a uh, young adventurers, huh? Yeah. We all. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. 
he uh, looks down and says, well, I've got something for you. And uh, he uh, gets off of his wagon and he starts kind of like opening the sides to it so he can like show off his wares. And it's pretty clear immediately that you guys are just being like solicited to buy things. Um, and you see a little uh, hand-painted sign that says Trevor's Treasures uh, underneath it. And he says, uh, I've pretty much called it quits on all the adventuring, but uh, I've got a good stash that I can share for a pretty decent price. Um, anybody interested? I don't have anything like super deadly because I don't really believe in putting that stuff out in the world. <laughs> but I got some cool stuff. You can take a look. Insight check. Sure. I feel like every time Six. you do this, it's a, like a five or six. Yeah. <laughs> I trust everybody. <laughs> it might be Trevor. <clears throat> yeah, I definitely am interested. What are you selling, Trevor? Uh, take a look. Um, he's, uh, he's got these things kind of neatly laid out and labeled. It's, it's clear he's been trying to sell these things for a long time. You can see where he's discounted things. He's got like a slash through it just to go to a lower uh, asking price. Um, um, but just to name a few, you see like a, uh, a shepherd's crook, um, like a staff that's in there. Uh, you see a, a cape that's made of this, this long preserved grass that seems to remain intact. Um, you see a few rings that are set into pillows, uh, a few bottles that have some strange looking substances in them. And, uh, even like a little box of chocolate hearts. Um, What's this? Holly picks up a little perfume bottle. I actually just got that on my way out of Tildry. Uh, that one's called Laloon, a new fragrance by Lyria Luna. Ooh, Lyria Luna. How much are you selling this one for? Um, 15. I'm really just trying to get rid of it. Mm, how about 10? I bought it for 20. Uh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Holly uh, pulls out a giant bag of gold coins. She has 120 and she gives him 10. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, just to get rid of this stuff. I honestly, I hate it. I tried it once. But uh, I'm, I'm sure you'll like it. It seems uh, people are kind of on either side of the fence about this one. <laughs> the perfume, uh, when applied, will give you a plus 10 or minus 10 uh, to your charisma checks based on the person. And that is a 50-50 roll as to whether they like the perfume or not. Cool. So do I, do I roll Damn. or do you roll? Hmm. You can roll it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else need some uh, adventuring gear? Snack has his uh, eyes on the cool-looking dagger. What uh, is this item? This is my sick-looking knife. It's uh, pretty scary, huh? What would it cost for me to procure it? Uh, asking for 40 gold here. You got it? 40 gold. Um, I look around nervously, and I set my uh, bag on the table. He outweighs it in his hand. How much do you have in there? 145. He says, yeah, this might be enough. Ah, I'll, I, I do want this dagger. Well, all right. I'll make a trade. Here you go. Hey. What? I, we're going we're gonna to learn how to count later, but I can handle this transaction. Uh, I know how to count. Oh, jeez, the look. There was so much more gold in here than I thought there was. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry. I just needed 40. I wasn't trying to scam you or anything, little guy. Mm -hmm. Good. Otherwise, I would find a good use for this dagger already. And I... Well, now I don't want to sell it to you. <laughs> is what I would say if I was an aggressive <laughs> kobold, but I am not. I am reasonable. He, he very hesitantly hands it over to you. Uh, so the sick-looking knife is a plus one dagger, so plus one damage, plus one to hit. Um, and it can also be drawn as part of an intimidation attempt, uh, giving you plus 40 a roll, because this is a sick-looking knife. Cool. Um, 
What is this this ring? Oh, the tracking ring? Oh, it's a tracking ring? Yeah, it's uh, kind of useless because it really doesn't do anything except you get to know where it is, which is cool. I mean, you know, sometimes, I mean, I used to use it, like, I would just, like, hook it onto, like, my wagon keys so I'd never lose my wagon keys. <laughs> That's clever. But you could use it for all sorts of stuff. Like, if you never wanted to forget where you live or something, you could just leave it at home. Yeah. How much is it? Um... Let's say 50 bones. 50 gold. Sorry. I was looking at bones over here. (laughs) (laughs) So I will not give you any of the bones. Did you want to buy anything, though, bones? I believe you are still helping my friend. You got 50 or what? I mean, you did say it was pretty lame, though. No, I just said I didn't. I mean, 45. (laughs) Yeah, I'll I'll take that. Uh, and uh, Uli, that uh, ring, of course, uh, once attuned to the ring, you will always know where it is. You'll see uh, uh, like almost like a sunspot in your vision uh, okay. only when you want to. So you'll be able to kind of physically see where it is and how far. Okay. And um, like I could tell if it had moved or something. Um, only if you like checked on it. It doesn't notify you when it right. moves. Right. No, I'm yeah. saying if yep. I wanted to check in on whatever you would know. the ring. Okay. How about it, Bones? Um, I'm looking at this interesting ring all right this is uh pretty much the coolest thing i have so uh good eye mr bones um this is a ring of x-ray vision pretty much uh it is what you think it is only works once per day don't try to overdo it i mean you can try to do it more than once per day but you're gonna get sick um i'm very sorry sir what what is an x-ray you see him, he cocks his head and goes, what did you say? And you see a little line of blood leak out of his ear. <laughs> Gross. Um, uh, you know, x-ray, like, um, like uh, Professor X, you know, it's like crazy, like cool. You can like see through like magic. I don't know. <laughs> I'm grasping at straws here. It's a magic thing, Oops. Tibbs. I just called it an x-ray. No, okay, no, you know what? This ring, it used to belong to my friend Ray. <laughs> there we go. Anyway, Ray used to be able to see through things, and uh, this ring lets you do the same thing. Oh, that is amazing. Can you see through walls? Yep. Can you see through stone? Yeah, and let me, let me cut to the chase here, uh, <laughs> Mr. Bones. You can, th- you can see through clothes, for sure. Oh, why would I want to do that? Uh, That's horrible. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Um, can you see through metal? Uh, a little bit. Maybe like an inch. I would take it. Very good. It's, uh, it's going to run you 120, and I'm not coming down on this one. Sir, so I do not think that you have seen many people on this road, as we have not seen many people on this road. Maybe. I think that... Based on the deals you have given my friends, you are more than willing to barter. Uh, leave me with my pride. Come on. I will give you 90 gold. Okay, that's kind of far off from asking. You got anything you can trade? I will give you this ring of horrific ripples. What does that do? It makes one look like a horrible skeleton zombie. It strikes fear into the hearts of your enemies. Does it, like, kill you, though? No, sir. But 
Have you ever been on the road and bandits have come to your uh, cart to steal your belongings? This would be a way to scare them away. Or you ever been one of those zombie bar pub crawls? Perfect costume. It would save a lot of time on makeup. Oui. All right. Let's say uh, that's worth, you know, 30 or so. Oui. We got a deal? Oui. Very good. Stop. Before you do this, Tibio, I must ask this, this tradesman about this ring. Does it tell true character, true intent? Does it let you peer into someone's soul deep down and know how evil they are? Or good. <laughs> no. You can get that ring to me. That sounds great. <laughs> Snack walks away. <laughs> oh, thank you, Snack. Oh, weird. Yeah. He's, uh, he's putting on your ring of horrific repose and taking it off kind of rapid fire. You can just kind of like see his skull every now and then. New patches of like zombie decay appear every time he takes it off and on. And it's like <laughs> it's a randomizer. One. Yeah. Like a, yeah. Mur, yeah. <laughs> new skin each time. <laughs> okay. Any other takers? Um, and Henry kind of looks him up and down. And he says, uh, n- nothing for me, thanks. Um, pretty cool stuff, though. And he just gives him, like, an awkward thumbs up. I've uh, got my eye on these cufflinks over here. Looks like you could have a lot of fun with these. What's that? You ever uh, play around with these at the bar, my man? <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, be the first to admit I've actually used those myself. They're pretty effective. They'll teach you how to play cards, teach you how to throw darts, you know, pretty much make you the coolest guy in the bar. (laughs) (laughs) Would that be a new experience for you, I'm guessing, maybe? Depends on who's telling the story. (laughs) See, well, first time for everything, right? Only 40 gold. Mm, Sounds like a deal. Cha-ching! I mean... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he, uh, he uh, hands you over the barfly cuffs which uh, give you one constitution unarmed proficiency playing cards proficiency and darts proficiency I also lean down with the same area as kind of standing by the potion still because mm-hmm. um, I got the perfume and mm-hmm. I was looking at another little bottle mm-hmm. next to it and it's so cute and Holly's just like what is this one do you <laughs> and she's like holds it up and it's so cute <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised you even found that one. That's my uh, teeny tiny potion. <laughs> I've never found a use for it personally, but uh, they say it turns you pretty darn small. I'd say a person your size, you're looking at like fairy height, maybe oh. six inches. <laughs> I'll take it. How much? Um, it's 20 gold, which I know it sounds steep for something so small. And, 20 uh, gold? It only lasts 10 minutes. 10 minutes? It's going to be cool, I promise. Oh my gosh. Um, how about 10 gold for 10 minutes? How about everything for free? How about that? Is that better for all of you? <laughs> yes. 15. Oh. All right, 15. <sighs> We're hey, the worst. You, uh, you got anything for free, though? I mean, yeah, I, I picked up something that was cursed, but you don't want it. Cursed? Yeah, it's this... I mean, you're not going to want it anyway. He shows you this uh, brooch, um, this, like... It's got, like, gold and silver and brassy tones, but you can tell it's all just, like, painted metal. And it's got a definitely fake gem in the middle. Um, (laughs) But you can kind of tell that it's also dripping with, like, cursed magic. Um, So this thing, 
he explains, draws in uh, physical missile attacks like arrows and, and slings and rocks and directs them towards you, but it also gives you resistance to that damage when this is pinned on you. Um, the, the brooch uh, depicts a, um, a, uh, a chicken with an arrow through it. That is so sick. That's cool, right? That looks really cool. That's very cool. Um, Do you have two? No, I, f- I feel like that's something that, you know, my my great great aunt would maybe wear. Like Was your great aunt a badass? I've seen uh, <sighs> I've seen similar jewelry in very old graves. <laughs> so it's like an antique. Like this is vintage, right? I think. I mean, yeah, vintage, but not the good kind, Uli. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's a chicken with an arrow you through know, it. You know, Uli, it doesn't matter if we like it, if you like it. It matters. Plus, there's the curse. I mean, not to I ignore mean, the aesthetic value of it. The curse doesn't seem so bad. I have cursed items, Uli, and it's fine. Nothing bad has happened to me. I don't know if that's true, Snake. You are very ill. Mm. Uh, so, does this curse <laughs> remain on the item, or does it transfer to the wearer? Um, no, it just kind of sits on the item. So, as long as you're holding it, um, you're kind of a target. Which is not. to say, this wagon, uh, I feel like, has been getting some of this curse uh, kind of rubbing off on it. Um, feel like... <laughs> Whenever Bert has to take a shit, it's my wagon. So I don't mm. know if. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if you take it off, you should be free of it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'll take it. I uh, I don't feel great about putting this out into circulation, but I I hope you're putting it to good use. Let's just say I like stole it or something. Sir, we know someone who can remove curses. So if that eases your mind at all, you had me. At, I stole it, and uh, he tosses <laughs> it out. Uh, can we call this episode um, Ballistic Bird Crap? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> After shopping just a little bit and getting some neat items, uh, you all um, get your backpacks on and whatever and get back to Time marching. Time for bed. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> get back to marching. It's still uh, early, early a.m. Um, when you start out, and it doesn't take you long before you get to uh, pretty close to the mouth of the Hedge Mountain that would lead you through the mountain. Um, as you kind of round the bend, you see a group of minstrels, like traveling performers, uh, all gathered up by a wagon. A, a few of them are like day drinking. Some of them are just laughing and eating. Uh, it's maybe like nine in the morning at this point. Um, you also see a giant like scar in the ground. It looks very fresh. It's just a bunch of like upturned dirt in a line. Um, maybe like eight feet long, uh, but it looks like something kind of exploded right here. It looks like a tree fell in the ground mm. and uh, the tree is nowhere to be seen. Okay. Great, a bunch of bards just with this trip needed. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Not my favorite people. Wait, you don't like music? Mm, I don't, I don't like bards. What is, why do you not like bards? Don't they just play music and uh, entertain? They've, they fashion themselves as such great storytellers, but they miss the nuance of the written work. <laughs> I see, I see. So they do not write books the way that you do. <laughs> I'd say no, I'd say not. I see. It sounds uh, like the world would be better off if these bards were not here. Is that? I mean, no. They're they're just annoying. Mm. They don't need to be unalived. We'll see. 
you get pretty close to them and uh, you can uh, hear them talking a little bit and one of them says honestly I thought that beetle was never gonna leave and good lord was that scary like I thought he was just gonna turn around and like eat us and somebody else is like absolutely I, I, I think we should go but uh, I'm having fun just you know drinking with you guys did he say beetle? Beetle? Um, hello there! Hail, bards! And, uh, yeah, it's literally, like, seven, like, feather-in-cap bards. <laughs> and each of them have a loot, and they're just, like, in a circle, and they turn around to you. <laughs> just, like, birds. And they go, hello, hello, hello! And they go, you're flat! Uh, no. <laughs> um... Uh, I couldn't help but over here, uh, we were just passing by, but uh, did you guys say that you saw a beetle beetle person not too long ago? We did. We saw a beetle this morning. A beetle, a beetle man, right? Not just like a little bug on the ground. A bipedal beetle. Mm. <laughs> uh, oh, shit, that's pretty good. And when that's I say this morning, I mean perhaps 1.30 in the morning woke all of us up. Oh, man. Did they, did they talk to you or just passing by? They didn't talk to us, but they talked amongst each other. It seems they had a bit of a row. Hmm. Were they traveling by foot? Mostly. There was a beetle who was riding a wagon, and uh, some sort of a handsome chap that, with a large sword on his back that was walking with them. No. Was there a woman with them driving the wagon? Uh, I think so. Interesting. And what about, um, like, a scraggly... Looking guy, kind of looks like he might sell you some questionable elixirs. No, but it was a big wagon, so somebody could have been inside it. Hmm. Which, which way did they go? Well, that's a good question. We didn't see all of them leave. They got in a fight, and they sort of spread out. But the beetle definitely went north around the mountain. Hmm. Did they not take the path through? Maybe they took separate routes because they couldn't agree which way to go. The woman kind of turns into her into her troop and says, "Did anyone see where the man went?" And they all kind of shrug and says, oh, "I don't think so." <laughs> Did you hear what they were fighting about? Um, vaguely, somebody said um, we should be giving people elixirs, and somebody said not so soon, and they split up. Hmm. Interesting. So the beetle left the area, didn't go through the tunnel up there. Correct. Hmm. Well, at least the tunnel's beetle-free. Uh, but then the woman, the cart woman, and Emery, well, oh, that asshole. Yeah, I'm not scared of them. Oh, the cart went with the beetle. Oh, it did. It did. Uh, I thought the beetle like flew away or whatever. <laughs> and no one, no one stepped out of the cart. The cart and the beetle both went north. Somebody stepped into the cart, and there was a lot of shouting. And then Pretty Boy started throwing his sword all around and made a big scar in the ground. He got real upset about it. Oh. That's what caused this? That's what woke us all up. Wow. That sword is cursed. He's so did in danger. Sword guy dipped? We didn't keep track of him. He left first, and we don't know where to. But he didn't go with the cart? No. Okay. Heavens no. <laughs> well, thanks for the detailed report, folks. Mm. Yeah, I appreciate you. What's your troop called? The Goof Troop. But I do wop ba ba do ba. I came deep out of my soul. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> we are called Ducktails. Awoo. 
it so soon. <laughs> Quick, more IPs. Let's go. <laughs> if we say enough brand names, they'll all cross the wires and yeah. no one will be able to see They'll all sue each other. Fantasy yeah. DuckTales. They just got to put fantasy in private. Um, so as you're speaking and kind of parting with this troupe, you see uh, another group of... Um, just like merchants and uh, and like regular people coming out of the mountain, uh, and they're just kind of like laughing and talking amongst each other and calmly like walking out as if they had just kind of finished their journey through the mountain, and uh, they just sort of pass you by and their conversation sort of dies down and they do the the tight lip kind of nod at each of you as they pass. Hello, how was the tunnel? They look at each other and they say, "Pretty boring." Good. Boring. Very good. Uh, and they pass on by, which leads you to the front of the tunnel through the Hedge Mountain. Um, the Hedge Mountain is named so uh, because it's sort of the lush green hedge that separates Tildry from what they consider the rabble, which is lamplight. Uh, when you reach the entrance uh, to the Hedge Mountain, you see uh, the same lamps from Lamplight that just line the entry here that make it the most unintimidating tunnel you've ever seen. It's so brightly lit and well paved, at least for what you can see. I don't trust it. Insight check. Okay. <laughs> can you insight three. check? I call tunnel? three. Uh, it would be an investigation check, but you'd okay. have to tell me what you're looking out for. Uh. Or you can do a perception if you don't know. Bad vibes. Do perception instead. Okay. Cool. Can I insight for bad vibes? <laughs> it's a vibe check. It's a vibe check. Material <laughs> component is incense. <laughs> 14. Okay. Um, yeah, it does that... Uh, that movie effect where it's like zooming into the tunnel while slowly angling itself a little bit. And you, Uli just kind of has this dizzy moment staring down the tunnel and you're like, something's in there. And as, as everyone else walks past you into the tunnel. <laughs> so I'm getting bad vibes. I mean, a little bit. You're just like, tunnels are bad, man. Like something could happen. Tunnels are bad, man. Something could happen. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, someplace nice and cozy without all this open sky and bright lights and strange creatures. And yeah, It's probably the first time you've been able to put your hood down hmm. and be comfortable. This will be a good journey. I will lead the way. I'm, I'm quite versed in these dark places. Okay. Um, it's not very dark, but go right ahead, Snack. <laughs> and Holly Soon. just kind of follows <laughs> him around. <laughs> Snack, I am so glad you feel comfortable in this tunnel. Yes, you will as well soon. You will feel safe. <laughs> um, Thank you. Ominous. Are the bones happier underground? The bones are happy to be of service, hmm. no matter where I am. Great. Um, as you march through the tunnel, occasionally it's narrower, occasionally it's wider, sometimes it's more paved, sometimes it's more natural. Uh, passing by other people coming the opposite direction is a little bit of a challenge sometimes, but for the most part, this is a very unintimidating journey that anybody could have. Um, and the whole first half of the day kind of passes in that way uh, until you reach the halfway point in the Hedge Mountain, um, which makes it kind of the ideal path, is that there is, in fact, a, a, a true halfway point in this that's a giant, hollow, open chamber. And so you step into this chamber and an underground river is running through here, kind of um, perpendicular uh, to your path, uh, feeding a little cave pool. 
There's also like an opening in the ceiling where there's some sunlight coming through and a bunch of greenery is like spilling over the hole into this cave. Mm. And there are other travelers here, but they're all like sitting down on blankets and like having their like lunch breaks in the sunlight. And um, and this just seems to be a, like the check-in spot where everybody rests halfway through. This is kind of unexpected in a inside a mountain tunnel. <laughs> it's lovely. I would like to stay. Yeah, it's very uh, peaceful here, even though there's a lot of people. <laughs> I'm peeking around like something's going to drop. <laughs> She's continuing her, her vibe checks. Yes. <laughs> Henry says, uh, I am a bit famished. Can we uh, stop for lunch, maybe? Yeah, considering I had nothing for breakfast because I passed on that cocoa Heroes Feast. Yes. Yeah. Uli's um, recipe. Yeah, yeah, if you have some food, Henry, that'd be great. Um, yeah, I've got some uh, more of uh, leftovers from last night. Hope you like... Um, Old bread. Love it. <laughs> Did we seriously not pack food when we left? None of you brought food, yeah. We never care about provisions in any campaigns right. that we do, so we did not think and this, this is, time and now we, we have This is to. probably the only time you'll need to care about in this campaign at all. Um, <laughs> uh, so you all sit down to have a break. Uh, the stream here is cool and drinkable if anybody uh, needs water. You see other people drinking from it as well. Um, I'll fill up my canteen. Oh, good idea. Yeah, I think you all have canteens, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yes. Can I yeah. use my tantrum tankard as an actual yes. tankard? Yes. Okay, then I do that. No, the water just kind of like falls out of it magically. <laughs> yeah. Um, as you're waiting there, a, uh, a wagon comes up from behind you and you hear, uh, Henry! Henry! And uh, a guy jumps off of his wagon and starts kind of slapping Henry on the back and he goes, Henry, good to see you, old man! And uh, Henry turns around and recognizes a friend of his. Um... He uh, kind of makes an introduction. Henry says, um, everybody, this is Daniel. Uh, he's a, a friend of mine. He's an abjurer, uh, a peacekeeper for the courts. Um, uh, and uh, this is Daniel's wife. And uh, d- uh, I forgot your name. I'm so sorry. I'm Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> Serendipitous. Yeah. Um, and Danielle is actually one of Maisie's teachers. And she says, that's right. And Maisie says, Hello, Mrs. Orchard. (laughs) Danielle and Daniel. That's cute. (laughs) I'm Chuck. (laughs) (laughs) Was it a three that time? It was a five. This is an insight. Seven. All right. Well, you're already like on paranoid edge. And so you're just like like, mad-eye moodying these people. (laughs) I'm definitely glaring at them. Yeah. (laughs) And Um, I... Whole Maisie behind me. <laughs> so uh, immediately, uh, Daniel and Henry just kind of like fuck off together, and they're just like they're talking business like immediately. <laughs> like Henry just completely ignores all of you and is just so happy to see Daniel, and they're just like back and forth gabbing like business, courts, Tildry, news, all this kind of stuff. Doing the like middle-aged white dude, like son of a bitch, how are you? Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Can I ask how long it would take to attune to something? Um, I think it's like half an hour, so you could do it like during this break. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'd like to sit and attune to the ring. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Good. Um, yeah, we can say that's a- accomplished by now. Okay, Yeah. I would like to pull Maisie aside. Okay. And give her the ring. Okay. If you wear this... She says, I already have a ring. No, 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 this is a special ring. This is a special ring, and she shows you the ring of counterspell. How many fingers do you have, Maisie? Ooh, that is a good <laughs> ring. Her eyes kind of like go wide, and she goes, you're right. Yes, you can wear a lot of rings. 
And this one is special from me. And it means that if you're wearing it, I will always know where you are. She goes, oh, really? Mm-hmm. She uh, takes it from you and she goes, close your eyes. And uh, you hear little footsteps like, cuck, 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 <laughs> away in the cave. And uh, you open them again, and you can just barely see her, like, moving out of vision uh, behind a big, like, uh, stone column. Okay. Uh, I know where she is. And you just hear her, like, shout from where she is. She goes, find me. <laughs> I, I go over to the column. She goes, that wasn't very hard. <laughs> we'll test it more on the road. I just want you to know. She goes, yeah, I got to think of some. Okay. Yeah. Um, when uh, Henry comes back with Daniel... Uh, they're both doing they're like so good to see you um, kind of thing Uh, and Henry says I don't mean to be insulting Uh, Daniel is a great friend of mine he's also an official court abjurer Um, Daniel has Mm -hmm. offered to um, drive us to Tildry Uh, and I feel quite safe with Daniel Um, and Danielle is a teacher of Maisie's I think it would all work out pretty well. Uh, I think Maisie's a little tired of walking, honestly. How many people can fit in your in your wagon, or are we just walking with your wagon? Daniel says, oh, we've got plenty of room. That sounds good to me. <laughs> um, Tibio and Snack. Uh, this is rather simultaneous. Uh, Tibio, where is the bone talisman? In one of my countless pockets. Okay, so you feel something so vaguely pulling your clothes taut, as if somebody's kind of like tugging on your clothes, but you find that it's your bone talisman in one of your pockets that's like pulling you in a direction. I um, take a step into some shadow so that Mm -hmm. I'm not obvious, even Mm -hmm. though normally I'm very careless about who sees my bones. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I take the talisman out of my pocket and I hold it in my hand yeah flat it, hand it doesn't exactly fly away but it points extremely strongly uh directly down the path that the water is going so perpendicular to your path but the stream that's running through this cave it wants to go in the direction of that water your bone does is there a path alongside the stream or is it just a uh, not water? really there's not like a man-made path no and and snack your scepter is uh it it's been like whispering your name ever since you got into the cave and now it's changed its message it says snack what you must follow the stream you must follow the stream snack your power is in the stream infinite power infinite power (laughs) (laughs) so i get low to the ground and i kind of like inch my way towards the water um I, I'm watching Snack mumble to himself and get closer to the stream, and I see the the finger bone in my hand pointing at the stream in the direction that Snack is heading, and I say, Snack, what? are you trying to follow the stream? Uh, how did you know, Tibio? The, the talisman that I got from the shop. What? In Lamplight. Ah. It is telling me to go in that same direction. Mm, I, I am hearing a voice in my head that is telling me power lies down there as well. 
power. What kind of power? If two people agree there is power down there, we, we should probably I go check it out. I did not say anything about That's... power, but I would like to take this to the group. I don't think they need to know. We can branch out and be our own allies. Snack. You and me. Snack, it is, no, we should not abandon our, our allies during this adventure. We should talk to them first and make sure it is okay. Fine. Thank you, Snake. As you come back to the party, um, um, Bert and Holly are kind of making their goodbyes with Henry and Maisie uh, as they're kind of um, getting saddled up and packing their things into Daniel and Danielle's oh, wagon. Oh, they're going. Yes, not all of you. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I didn't pick Sorry, up. Sorry, so yes, just... Oh, just... I thought I was... Well, oh. here we go. Oh, oh this <laughs> is a merry thing. Shoot. <laughs> Shoot. Sorry. And Holly was no, like it's sitting fine. It's fine. on the back it's of the good. wagon. Dennis, oh, no, no, no. I'm, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, but, no, no, why? I'm, I, no, no, but and there's okay. plenty of room. No, 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 and, no, no, Any other time. Any other time. Any other time, honestly. It's any other time. All right, all right, all right. Should cut about half of that. No, it was excellent. Um... So, yeah, you kind of uh, work through it. So, yeah, they're just going to go uh, with, with Henry and Maisie out to Tildry. I would like to fist bump Maisie and say goodbye. Um, she, like, kind of, she fist bumps you, but she's got a quizzical look on her face the whole time. And then um, she just kind of, like, presses herself against you and just, like, hugs you around the waist. Uh, <laughs> thanks, kid. Oop. <laughs> <laughs> I awkwardly pat her on the head. She goes, thanks, Uli. <laughs> You're welcome, kid. I love you. Oh. Um. <laughs> wow. And she I goes, I got to go find Tibio. Okay. <laughs> and uh, you hear a couple little splash steps as she uh, momentarily kind of like slips into the water and, and back out. And she's just like shaking off her shoes. She runs over to Tibio and says, Mr. Tibio? Oh, yes, Mizzy. We got to go. We're, we're leaving? Uh, just me and Henry. Oh. Oh, you you are going with the teacher? Yeah, that's my teacher, Mrs. Orchard. Do you like her? Yeah. Okay, do you feel like this is good? Um, I think so. It feels like normal again. Well, then that's good. I'm happy for you. I'm sure we will see you when we arrive in Tiltry. I think so, too. Well, good. I am happy that you are going to make your way there. I know I'll see you again. And she leans in close and she goes, Uli's tracking me. <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> um, <laughs> she, uh, she reaches out a hand to shake yours, just like you did when you first met her. I, uh, I take her hand in my hand and cup it with the other hand, just like I did. And I shake it really hard and I swing it back and forth and like play around a little bit. She says, uh, it was good to meet you. I'm glad we are friends, Maisie. Have a safe trip. And, um, yeah, she doesn't try to, like, hug your bones or anything. Um, <laughs> um, but, you know, she might have if you were on the ground. Um, but she just gives you a big smile. And she says, bye, Tibio. I love you. Bye. <laughs> and, uh, and she runs back to Henry and gets up on the wagon. Uh, and then she kind of waves to Bert and Holly and Snack. And she says, bye, everybody. Goodbye. Have a good trip. And uh, Henry says, um, hopefully we'll see you all soon. Can uh, come over for dinner once we're in Tildry. Bye. See you later. See you later. Bye. And Goodbye, they, allies. They all roll off together, leaving you guys with this dark cave path. Uh, <laughs> I told you guys, bad vibes. Um, from them or from the cave? No, I don't know. 
Everything. The, uh, so this stream that runs perpendicular to your path, um, it, it goes a little bit downhill and you can see this kind of uh, small opening where it ends in the side of the cave wall. So there's a cave, another kind of tunnel that you can walk into to follow the stream. My friends, I have a concern to bring to you all. Snack and I have a, a confusing quest in common now. The talisman that I got from Joe's shop is pointing me down the stream and Snack is hearing a voice in his head that tells him to go in that same direction. Does the talisman, I thought it pointed you to bones, is that right? I don't know what it points to. You just got a thing that points you places? It just points. Um, well, this know. sounds like bad news to me. It's not bad news. It's not a voice. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a voice in my head. It's uh, intuition. Let's say to infinite. Snack, no, you definitely said it was a voice in your head. I was par- uh, paraphrasing. Uh, it's, a I, metaphorical voice. Paraphrasing in your head. what? Yes, yes. Uh, uh, infinite power. I just have. Is this hmm. the curse oh of the thing in your lamp? I think not. No. Hmm. Vibe check. Vibe check the stream. (laughs) 12. Yeah, okay. Um, Yeah, you don't learn much from the stream. It's clear. It's clean. It's not a cursed stream. Yeah, we all got water. Yeah. It's not cursed. Well, I mean, I guess I'm not opposed to a little detour. Um, However... It, how how deep is the stream? We can't see around the bend where it goes. The, the stream at its deepest is like maybe six inches. Mm, okay. What if we see what the cards have to say about this? Yes, Bert, yeah. that would be extremely helpful. All right, I'll do a, I'll do a quick reading. <laughs> yeah, you just kind of set up on a little uh, stone plateau there. Doing an augury. Um... Do, 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 flipping cards. Um, yeah, uh, receive an omen from an otherworldly entity about the results of a specific course of action that you plan to take within the next 30 minutes. So, cards, what's going to happen if we follow that stream? You turn over the card and the headline reads, um, Spelunkers lost to cavernous darkness. Make new friends. Hmm. Well, part of that seems bad. What does it say, Bert? What do the cards say? I think we're going to get lost, but we might make new friends. Hmm. But I don't know if it's friends in the sarcastic way. (laughs) Fucking smarmy-ass cards. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Or we might find somebody lost. That too. Are we the spelunkers? Do we know what the headline said exactly? Did you tell us? Yeah, how does it work exactly? <clears throat> so when you turn... Or like o- get this vision or whatever? You turn over the cards and it literally, you can see like a Times New Roman printed headline okay. that just says that thing. Yeah. Okay. And then it kind of fades away. Yep. Uh, that's what it said. Uh, can't really tell you more than that. Well, I want to go down the stream because I have this new spell I really want to try out on you. Um... I can cast Water Walk on everybody. And I know it's not a very deep stream, but it might be fun just to try it. It would keep our shoes from getting wet. Yeah. So let's, I vote yes, let's go. I notice you all wear shoes. I do not, but I still want to do this. A powerful argument. Yes. Uh, Is there anything we can do to make sure we don't get lost? 
Uh, I always know where Maisie is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, as long as she stays fixed, you're never lost. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so you continue down this tunnel. Um, the, the, the cave system here goes a little bit deeper, and the walls are all, like, worn down by water pressing against them constantly over years of erosion, so it's all smooth. Um, and after a while, all you can hear is your footsteps in the water, and then the, the trickling of water kind of flowing around you. And then the tunnel opens. Wait, I have a question. Yeah. Does water walk make footstep sounds, or is it silent? It probably still sounds like, like a little bit. You know, just like mm-hmm. little, little footsteps in water, but uh, but your feet stay completely dry. Okay. Does it work like uh, the moving sidewalk in uh, airport where you just stand in the water because it's a stream? It absolutely does. That's yes. Cool. You're, you're, you're all just locomoting at like five miles per hour down the stream. <laughs> it's like, yeah. so peaceful. It's just like uh, underwater world at, when you go in the underwater yeah. aquarium. It's like a little tour. <laughs> Stay to the right if you're not yeah. walking. <laughs> Walkers on the left, please. Also, this spell is dope because I can just cast it on up to 10 willing creatures at once. Nice. It's a whole party. Yeah. And without nice. It's level three. So. How long does it last? Um, it lasts for an hour. Cool. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Wasn't there a ring of water walking or something yes. like that? Yeah. yeah. But I that's just one person. There were a couple. Uh, or, there was one other magic item that like literally did what a spell I have does. Mm, yeah, <laughs> that makes it hard to yeah. want. Um, as you guys move a little bit deeper into this chamber, you feel it open up. Uh, that you don't get that kind of condensed feeling where everything is in so close. Um, there's also not a lot of light sources here. Uh, or really any. Um, so the dark vision people are at an advantage. And then if you guys have any light sources, you know, that would definitely help out here. Is that everyone but Holly? I think yeah. so. Um, Stay close, Holly. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any light source spells either. Can I do minor illusion light? Uh, I don't think they produce light. I don't think they can produce well, light. I have or some heat. haunted candles. Can't create light. Ooh. You're right. It's oh, fine. Yeah. I'll just yeah. hold on to Tibio's on. I'll, I'll use the candles. Okay. Um, so yeah, Bert lights a <laughs> candle, and uh, do you want to use multiple or? Are they like single use? One's I don't know. It's probably yeah, yeah. fine. It but just like floats around. Yeah. So it's just kind of it's haunting Bert, just mm-hmm. floating around his head, trying not to burn things. Um, uh, this you kind of feel the the echoiness totally die out of this place, and you can't really hear anything except for the water kind of going off the edge of a cliff, mm. uh, which isn't much of a sound at all. It's just sort of a slow trickle. Um, you, especially the people with dark vision and bird, if he gets close enough, uh, so Holly can see this is a cliff and it's a deep one. Uh, even if you have dark vision, you can see the cliff wall, but it just sort of fades out to gray and black. Eventually it's more than 60 feet down for that reason. Whoa. Uh, how much more than 60 feet? Hmm. Uh, you'd 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 estimate that this could be more than a hundred feet down okay so my rope more than 63 right (laughs) and a third or whatever the fuck Uh, and uh probably to both of your um sick sickening surprise snack and tibio both of your items are pointing almost straight downwards is the stream any bigger here not really it widens out just a little bit, but it's not any deeper, and then it just runs straight off a cliff edge. Okay. Snack, you hear jump. You must jump, Snack, and your wings will sprout from you. I, of course, believe I will do this. 
Snake, what are you is saying? He, is he... This is what he was doing before he said he had to go down the stream. Do not worry for me, companions. I will fly in Snack. Oh, jumps. Snack, uh, no! <laughs> Um, yeah, is anybody gonna do anything about snack jumping? I try to, like, reach out, but I feel like I'm way too late. Like, I wasn't expecting him to jump off a cliff <laughs> into <laughs> darkness. Okay. I probably would have done the thing I'm where you just, like, where you just, like, move forward, like, yeah. bend over at the waist, but you can't actually, like, even get your arms up in time before he jumps. Yeah. Uh, I got nothing. Okay, so snack disappears over the edge. Uh, snack, you do not sprout wings. Um, you plummet. Shit. And uh, you disappeared to everybody's vision. Um, immediately after that... Oh, no, Snack! Mr. Snack! <laughs> Snack, he's gone! What a dummy! Oh, God. You're all kind of looking over the edge of the cliff when you hear... Idiot. What? And uh, you, you see a little bit of a, a, this, the dimmest yellow-golden glow from behind you as you see a long kind of yellow line. And then you realize it's Emery's longsword. And he says, I can feel it too. It's calling out to me, but I'm not going to jump off a cliff for it. He's crazy, right? Oh, Emery, this is just not the time, nor the place. <laughs> Emery, is it from the sword? Don't no, you feel it? It's not from the sword. Just, you can't feel it? You're telling me you can't feel that. Look down there and tell me you can't feel it. No, I see... I I see the, this talisman is telling me I need to go down, but I don't feel it the way that you do. He says, talisman, where'd you get that? How'd I, you get something that pointed you straight here? I got it from Joe's shop. Where'd you get that sword, man? That, that sword is what was at Joe's shop as well. How did you get it? I didn't buy this at Joe's elixirs. I bought this in the underdock. Yes, sir. Yes, from Joe. What? He owned that shop with all of those things. Oh, right. Shit. You seen Joe lately, Emery? Uh, not for 12 hours or so. Yeah. Um, well, okay. Is there anything you can do to help Snack? I'm at a loss here, guys. We, I, I'm, I'm worried he might be really hurt or worse. He, he heard Uli's voice and he just like wheeled around and looks at her. Hey, what's up? Is Joe alive? Says Joe's alive. God yeah. damn it. He's not doing great, though. His, uh, his lung isn't going to heal. It's thanks to the man who just jumped down that hole. Yeah. We need to help him. Yeah, I mean... No. That's I'm not here to help anybody. For once, I'm here for me. Obviously. Oh, yeah. You seem like a real selfless type. You have no idea. I was, I was abandoned by my party. I was left for dead. Uh, oh, no. And then I run into you, deputies... And then you just immediately discount me. I can't even work with you. I'm sorry. Discount or... And then you. Yeah, me. You just try to kill me outright? No, I don't. And he says, it's... And he like looks at the ground and then his mouth isn't moving and you hear, it's all your fault. Uh, no, it's not. And I want you to know that that was an accident, but I know how to do that now on purpose. So if you f cross me... What are you talking about? Big boom. Fire. You uh, know what happened to your face? I'll do it again. Yeah? Don't touch me. Make a contested grapple check. 16. Okay. Uh, Emery has a 17. Whoa. Um, 
Emery is, he's digging his thumbs kind of into your collar and he's, you can tell he's got the ability to move you at this point. And again, he's staring you in the eyes and you can see a little yellow glow start to take in his eyes and he's not moving his mouth. And once again, you hear, it's all your fault. Oh, I can do that too. And I message at him. And he, he, he looks a little like quizzical when you message him. It's your fault. He says, what? It's your fault. And uh, he like squints his eyes and he presses you and he's trying to throw, he's trying to take you off the cliff with him. Is this like, eye thing kind of only visible to Uli? Because they're like no, locked eyes. You guys can see Can it. I do an insight check? Sure. See if I see what's going on with that. <laughs> uh, it's going to be like eight or something. Yeah, it's not quite enough to get any new information. Yeah, okay. I would like to reduce him, please. Mm. God damn it. <laughs> I'm going to say you're nothing. Uh, so I got a seven and an eight. Uh, so an eight and a nine. Nine. Well, my spell save DC is 14. Okay. All right. Uh, he is reduced. He's um, small. And uh, he's kind of got you in a grapple, and then you reduce him, and you just kind of like shrink down with him. Um, yeah. I pick him up. Okay. He's <laughs> like whatever his shirt yeah. and i like drop him <laughs> off to the side i'm not dropping <laughs> oh, him off the okay. cliff i don't i feel oh. weird about yeah. that so he's about the size of bert now um so he takes out his uh great sword which is you know now like a short sword medium sword <laughs> and um he uh like kind of like points it up in the air and then he like throws it down at the ground and he just strikes the 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 rock beneath him mm-hmm. and you can see like a fissure like start in the ground yeah between us and him um it's just kind of pointing like out towards the cliff actually and he says you have no idea what you're (laughs) messing with (laughs) uh no i i wish i didn't but you are the worst he says, I've had enough of being antagonized. And he slams the ground again. And he says, I've had enough of being treated lesser. And he slams the ground again. And he said, I've had enough of you. And he slams the ground again. And you can feel the stone shift beneath your feet. Okay. Is that all of us can feel? All that? of you. Okay. Um, I have been, during this whole process, agonizing over snack, having jumped and... I keep checking the talisman and like trying to see if there's like trying to peek over the cliff and see if there's anything down there that I can see that I can tell that it's safe, that snack is there. And I keep calling over the side and hearing nothing. And I'm just like, I can't figure out how snack would have gone. And like, if I'm trying to go to the same place, should I have gone with him? And, um, I eventually look back and see that the cliff is starting to come apart anyway. And I jump. (laughs) Okay. Um, and, uh, Emery is, is charging you, Uli, and, uh, he's, like, hitting the ground and trying to just cause as much damage as possible. What are Bert and Holly doing? Um, Holly is probably freaking out and looking, she looks at Tibio and just watches Tibio walk off the cliff. <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> um, and then she's like, oh my god, and then, um, she turns, wheels around, um, and she is going to... How close am I to the people that are? So you guys jumped, and then so it's just it's it's you and Bert and Uli on the edge. Yeah, on the edge of the cliff. Yep. Um, 
I'm going to try to calm everyone down. Okay. Everyone cool out! <laughs> I cast calm emotions! <laughs> I'm not sure this spell is going to work, but we're trying it. Sure. So what's the save for Emery since he's unwilling? Uh, charisma. Okay, not his strong suit. Cha-cha-cha. Um... Yeah, okay, yeah, charisma check. I okay. Um, Emery stops dead in his tracks and looks at you and he goes, I'm sorry, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, uh, okay, so what this does is it either suppresses any effect causing a target to be charmed or frightened, which I don't think I want to do. The other one is you can make a target indifferent about creatures of your choice that is hostile toward Okay. So th- I'm doing that one. Okay. Uh, yeah, same effect, though. He, he, he stops dead in his tracks, and he looks at each of you just kind of with, with like a blank expression, and he looks down at the sword in his hands, and, uh, and that's pretty much it. But you guys can still feel a few stones shifting around your feet, and it feels like this is slowly giving way. All right, are we calm now, little Emery? <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of looks up at you like a scolded toddler and shakes his head yes. Hey, hey bud. What's that over there? He looks. I grab the sword and I throw it off the cliff. He runs and jumps after it. Oh, oh well. <laughs> All right. Three down. <laughs> Wait, did Tibio go too? Yeah. God. He jumped. Tibio has like a, 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 a barrel cage thing. Yeah, so. a roll cage a little bit. It's yeah. like when, uh, when you're in uh, elementary school and you build a toothpick cage for an egg. egg oh yeah. my God. <laughs> Don't God. break the tibia. What do we do? What do Except we do? I'm also <clears throat> prepared to cast web the closer I get to the bottom. Uh, Holly, the uh, ground is sliding away from beneath you. Um, I'm going to cast Cat's Grace on myself. Or I have Enhance Ability. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a second level transmutation, mm-hmm. and I can choose um, any of many things. Um, and I'm actually going to do the same. I can cast it at level three, and I have one more spell slot, so I'm going to grab Bert by his shoulder and be like... Better hold on, and I pull him off the cliff with me. But I cast, well, I cast Cat's Grace on us, so we can <laughs> potentially try to land on our feet. So, as you're as you're falling, yeah, uh, you guys both kind of like gravity correct yourself, much like a falling cat, where you guys like roll the way you want to be, and this like cool. you're kind of like dodging out of the way of stones that are falling near you, <laughs> and uh, you're, you're just like we're gonna be fine, like <laughs> as you're falling. Um, Tibio is uh, much farther down, and you're alone, but you're ready to cast your web if you have to. Um, Guys? Yeah, you're, you're pretty, low? You're the last one up. Fuck. <laughs> I, I cannonball. <laughs> so, snack. Yes. Wind is rushing past your hair. Your scales. <laughs> you can feel it underneath your scales. Yeah. Your wings, if you had any. You, uh, you have this blissful moment where you're just waiting for your wings to spread ring out from you, wondering if it's going to hurt or not. And then you hear the scepter laughing. (laughs) What's so funny? (sighs) There is no power. And the voice leaves you. And uh, it it kind of sinks in that you're in a bad way. (laughs) Um, You feel uh, something vibrating at your hip. Mm, not now, Jeannie. I'm falling. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was afraid of. <laughs> now, Snack, you know it's not in my best interest for you to perish. You told me to trust people, Jeannie. Why can't I trust this scepter I have? Because it's not a people. Mm. 
<laughs> now, Snack, you have one limited wish you could use. Uh, I suggest you use it. Wish, 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 wish. So wish, that we wish, can wish, stay wish. friends. Wish, wish, wish. I, um... Do I know that uh, my allies are also screaming and falling with me? Or is it just me right now? Yeah, because you heard, like, a like the... And you saw, like, the explosion of rocks and stuff. You assume they're on their way down. Genie, mm. <sighs> I have my wish. I wish for... Thousands of pillows to appear below me. <laughs> That's a lot of pillows. Six hundred pillows. Six hundred pillows. <laughs> I can do six hundred. Ah, perfect. Um, he uh, explodes out of your uh, lamp, and he has been called upon for duty this time. He is a fully formed djinn uh, of air. Uh, he wraps around you so that your descent is is very slow and calm and graceful. And he just kind of like holds out both hands, and you just see him like uh, like rocket firing like a like a multi missile pack at the ground, just pillows of every shape and color and size, <laughs> just like launching out from beneath him and piling up below. At first, you can hear this distant like splash, 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 and uh, they can start padding up on each other. Uh, he gracefully lowers you to the padded pillow ground. Um, after that, you hear a half... Sp- uh, so, Tibio, you would be the next one to hit the ground. Um, you see this giant, like, pool. It's a pool of water that is, like, surrounded by this giant halo of pillows <laughs> where, where any rocks would be have been, like, completely cushioned into safety. Uh, what do you do as you near the ground? So, as I'm falling, I was mentally prepared to cast web. Um... As I'm getting closer, I see that there's a bunch of pillows. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I construct my skeleton around me to be kind of like a wicker ball, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. So I'm cushioned in the middle by yeah. some bones that are kind of like it's holding me. And yeah. then the rest of the bones are kind of rounded around. Mm-hmm. So that whenever I land, I just kind of roll. Sure. Um, so yeah, you, you like clip the edge of the cliff at one point and it sends you kind of rolling, but you're totally safe. And, uh, you, you come down on a sort of like pillowed area. So had the pillows not been there, you might have found yourself in some serious, lost some bones. Yeah. Injuries there. Um, but you're, you're kind of like half wet sitting in the pool on solid ground at this point. I'm very dizzy. Yeah, uh, the next to come down are the graceful, uh, Holly and, uh, Bert. Wouldn't well, it be Emery? The great sword, and then Emery. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, none of you see those come down. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did mean, we did we see Emery at all when we were falling? Mm, I don't think so. Uh, he he jumped like really far out to get the sword, and as soon as you lost track of that light, mm. yeah. Okay. I mean, we land, or I, I land right on my feet on the pillow. Okay. On a pillow. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's 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 it. several, very many deep magic pillows uh, mm-hmm. that prevent you from taking any damage here. Um, oh. And Holly, um, Holly is standing straight up, and her she has like a long eighteen hundreds uh, worker woman's dress on, and it goes down her ankles, and it just sort of poofs out perfectly around her, <laughs> and she just lands on a pillow too. Princess <laughs> Peach, yeah, just like um, Princess Peach, basically. <laughs> just like weightless and dainty, and uh, you all find yourselves in this pool uh, that is deep underground in this mountain. We all do. Oh, thanks, Holly. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Uli. Yep. What? This pool is not deep? 
Um, it is pretty deep in the middle. Um, it's just surrounded by this ring of stone that you might have like crashed down onto if there weren't pillows on it. Like how do you? Mm, maybe like fifteen feet. Okay, I cast alter self. Okay, as I'm, if when I see the pool, sure, and I do aquatic adaptation. Okay, so that I at least am. Uh, a fish person okay when i get into the water so you get your like little fins and your gills and you're smooth as a porpoise and uh, like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's the perfect dive yeah. i don't splash yeah at all. yeah yeah so uli kind of like <laughs> like splashes down <laughs> and there's just like one little yeah. uh kind of behind her oh so good yeah <laughs> and uh and she surfaces after that and you guys have uh reunited um I, uh, we beat the cliff puzzle! Yay! I pull out my tarot cards and look at them and say, again, you kind of buried the lead on that one. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Hold on. Nope, we're good. Yeah, um, yeah. your, your tarot cards are pretty clickbaity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, You're all standing at the bottom of this pool. Is everyone, everyone okay? I'm actually good. Anyone? Where do all these pillows come from? Snick, are you here? Snick. I'm right here. Holly's like picking up the pillows and like kind of fluffing it. And she's like, this is cute. I need one of these for my tent. I, um, Tibio picks up one and it's like just drenched. Yeah. It's damp as fuck. Soggy pillows. Yeah. You may <laughs> have these. I don't want these. You may have these pillows. They are my gift to you all. Mr. Snack. Yes. I appreciate the gift of the pillows. But what are you doing, man? What, Bert? Why did you jump? Why did you jump? I was told to trust people. And I, I hear voices in my head, and I trust them. They tell me to jump. That, that's I love infinite power. That's who you're not supposed to trust. What? Um, There's wait, anyone. Wait, were these pillows from your genie in the in the lamp? Well, it's from me, and yes, from genie. Yes. Oh, wow. He owed me a wish. Amazing. So this is what can you, that can do. You used your wish on us. Uh, yeah. Snake, you huh. saved our lives. I mean, he also used it on himself. After he almost caused our deaths. <laughs> Snake, you are a hero. Uh, I know this. I know I am a hero. Where's Emery? Anybody seen that guy? Um, I don't know. Um, I Holly don't is know. scooping saw, a pillow into her pack Emery. of holding. <laughs> She's putting oh, some pillow. pillows. Okay. Yeah. I saw Emery fall off right before we did. Where, yeah. where is he? Do you want me to go find him? No, Snake, Snake, stay here. We we need to all stay together. We cannot get lost. Fine. Yeah, no more jumping off cliffs. And the less Emery, the better, honestly. Um, I'm yeah, gonna... I'm not too upset, but mm, weird. <laughs> I'm going to look at my bone talisman and see mm. if it's still pointing yeah. anywhere in particular. So. Or was it just a double trap? No, hold on. <laughs> double death trap for the party. Okay. He Snack. tried to TPK. Okay, so your 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 bone talisman is pointing, um, we'll say, towards the cliff wall, um, which you notice at this point, uh, kind of behind exactly where the water falls. Not that there's like a curtain of water that protects this or anything, um, but you see six stone columns, like like bricks, like stone columns, set into the wall that are framing a dark stone stairway that leads into the cliff face. And each of these columns is lit by this moss that is on fire. So it's, it's a moss that glows a bright blue, but the flame it produces is shy and golden. It just kind of flickers every now and then and produces just a little bit of light. Um, does the stairs go down into the cliff or like back up? It goes up, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like the cliff we just fell down? Yes, exactly. So we could have just walked down. Not necessarily. This okay. seems to lead into like uh, into like a, a fortress or a cliff. Oh, it goes into Stairs. the cliff. Yep. Okay. Yep. 
right? So it might eventually lead back up to the okay. surface, but... Um, but somewhere past the cliff. And then at the same time, Snack, your scepter is whispering to you again, and it says, Snack, your power is just beyond the bridge. And uh, you look the other way, uh, opposite to this stairway, and you see a destroyed bridge. Uh, and then you see on the other side of that bridge, um, like pretty darn far away, you can see just at the edge of your dark vision snack, um, the path kind of continues on the other side of this broken bridge, and you can see a small gaggle of kobolds like disappear behind the rocks there. Mm. Snack starts walking that direction slowly and says out loud, Mm, but Bert told me not to listen to the voices anymore. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. I'm going to walk over and, like, put my hand on his head to stop him from walking sure. forward. Ah, so you watch. go to put your hand on his head, and you disappear. Bert. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so you all noticed Bert walk away, but Snack never noticed Bert touching him. Oh, no. Um, and so you all kind of lost track of Bert all at once. <laughs> Bert, you can barely hear as they finish the end of your name and say, Bert F.F. Wisherspoon, you've been summoned before the second court of Tildry in regard to the death of Brax Minnow. The next minute is yours to make your opening remarks. And this is from uh, Judge Flan, who wears a, a bright yellow robe. Um, she's this old lady um, with uh, these like really kind of like strong jowl lines. Um, and she, she stares down at you with her eyes kind of squinted. Boy, uh, you guys have uncanny timing. Uh, okay, one minute. Uh, oof. Uh, my friend Brax was a great man. <clears throat> sorry, sorry. My throat is just irritated. Continue. All right. Uh... He was a bit foolhardy, and he got into uh, trouble. One moment, sir. Um, oh, my God. We, uh, we may have another <laughs> case. Are we going to have time to finish, Mr. Engelbert? Very good. Uh, you may continue, Mr. Engelbert. Will there be any further interruptions? Uh, none that we foresee. Please continue. Our time is valuable. I can tell that. As I was saying, Brax... May have gotten into trouble here and then, but it was always in pursuit of justice and, and what's right. I don't know whatever he got himself... Mr. Engelbert, you've reached the end of your allotted time. Um, the court is disappointed at your lack of preparation. Um, we need you to be physically present in Tildry uh, at the end of one week's time for your trial. Um, Engelbert, you are a suspect in the death of Brax Minnow, I'm afraid to say. Wait, just, I haven't, <laughs> and, uh, I haven't been in Tildry for weeks. You can feel yourself fading away from the toes up. Yeah. What else do you want to say? Yeah. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> and, uh, um, Bert, you like reappear, like right behind Snack, who's like a few more feet, uh, about a minute's worth of feet ahead of you. If I just get a little Why? closer, <laughs> probably make this jump. Uh, you see him like uh, rocking his arms back and forth, <laughs> like he's about to take a, a fifty-foot jump. Good, Misty, step the last little bit of it. See what's over there. I'm gonna run and tackle him. Okay, yeah, you just tackle him into the damp ground there. What? What's going on, you two? Ah. Snack. I don't want to see yourself get killed. You just don't want me to branch out and become my own dragon independent and not 
Not need you all again. Snack, no. You just can't keep running off. Why do you keep doing these things? Because uh, the, the scepter, I pull out the scepter. It keeps talking to me oh, to tell me to do God. these things. Oh my God, what are you doing listening to that thing? It's very persuasive. It tells me about oh. this. Holly kicks his hand and kick, try to kick it. She like just ah. roundhouse kicks it out of his hand. Um, <laughs> make, a, uh, make a contested dexterity throw between the two of you. Nine. Hannah? Hold on, sorry. Uh, eight? But do I get any... Just add your dexterity to it. Just dexterity, yeah, yeah eight. eight. Uh, so Snack, you hold on to it. Just barely. Snack, I'm going to do you a favor, okay? All right, I, I uh, crouch down and huddle around it, put my back to them. What? What, Bert? Uh, I put my hand on Snack and I cast Remove Curse. Okay. At your touch, all curses affecting one creature or object end. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, um, Snack, you are you are decursed, and so um, probably the curse is affecting you, but this would extend to the the, the rod specifically. It doesn't. So it doesn't um, like end the curse on the object. Mm. It uh, the spell breaks the owner's attunement to the object. Oh, okay. So it can be safely removed or cool. discarded. Okay. So yeah, the um, you you just drop the the scepter like. Um, it feels suddenly kind of like heavy or like it shocked you or something and you mm. let go of it. Okay. And, uh, and you, you, in a lot of ways, see the error of your ways. This thing told you to jump off a cliff. It didn't work out. And now it's telling you that there's power that way again. And, and now it makes sense to you. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Bert, I don't know what you did with your touch, but I do see that there may have been oversights in my judgment as of late. And I should listen to you more. Someone needs to sing whatever that was. <laughs> I, my brain goes. Touch. <laughs> Sexual healing. Oh. There you go. <laughs> I wasn't sure which who, which song option you guys went with, but both of you were like, <laughs> Holly. Thank you, thank you for uh, kicking my hand. I I realized your attempt, and I appreciate it. I think that I would not have made this next leap either. Well, I just, I didn't realize you were still holding on to that thing. I mean, we had to get rid of all those cursed items and we gave them to Veronica. Um, and I, I didn't realize you were still holding on to it. And oh my goodness. So is it safe to touch or can we get rid of it somehow? I wouldn't touch it. I, I don't think I can remove the curse entirely. <sighs> um, can we just throw it off this cliff? <laughs> and Holly just nudges it with her foot like towards the edge of the cliff where the bridge yeah. is and it's not like it's it's not cursing you by touching him with your foot so. okay um i think it's time to say goodbye to this thing yeah good riddance i'm glad you're listening to reasons mr snack goodbye scepter um holly just gives it a little kick and just kicks it right off the edge of the cliff <laughs> snack you here <laughs> no <laughs> um all right so as y'all were dealing with the scepter business um, Tibio is standing in front of the staircase and is looking down at the bone talisman and up at the staircase and around nervously and mm. my friends, my friends. What, what you find? Uh, this bone talisman is telling me to go up the stairs. Can we go? Yeah, it seems legit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit loath to keep listening to the magic items. But... Veronica said man was not cursed. Yeah, I mean, we at least can trust Veronica, right? I, I'm good with the stairs. I mean, we're not going across that 
that cavern over there. So stairs and, it is. And Veronica was an expert on curses. I believe that we could trust her opinion. Mm-hmm. If you can't trust a curse breaker, who can you trust? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And Holly just starts running up the stairs. Not yep. running, but yeah, yeah. kind of um, so ready to go. The, the first real room that you walk into at the top of these stairs, and it's fairly dark in here in the entire fortress or castle or whatever this place was, except for the blue gold flicker of this moss, which is everywhere. It's in sconces. It's in little rivers, in little planter boxes, just to keep this place lit. Um, but it seems to burn without a lot of heat. Mm. Um, it's pretty interesting. Again, it's a blue glowing moss that produces a little golden flame. Uh, when you walk into this first chamber, this is like a guardhouse. This was meant to keep people out. Um, you know, so there's two. Uh, there's a, a table set up here uh, with two skeletons in the chairs. They're facing each other. And there is a game of chess in the middle of the table. Ooh. And uh, Black is winning. And they're, both of these skeletons are rather stout. You can probably tell that they're dwarf skeletons. And their armor is very clean and polished. And their heads are just kind of lolled back like they just died in their sleep in those chairs. Mm, that's ominous. There's a lot of bones. Can you tell how old these bones are? Like, are they fresh bones? No, these are very old. Must have been a long game. <laughs> um, as as a as a gnome that likes games and mm. has various bone rune games that he's played in his life, I think Tibby would also be familiar with the rules of chess. Yeah. And uh, so I wander over to the chess board and I see that Black is winning, as you said, mm-hmm. and um, I complete the last move that would get black to checkmate or whatever okay they're probably a few moves away from that but you 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 progress uh black and take a few white pieces as you go and you just kind of i don't know do you play white at all or do you just do the like the next move that you would make i do both i like um i spin the board around and like i don't know i act i act the game out the yeah. remainder of the sure. game out so are yeah. you like talking to you're pretending to be each skeleton you're like well hold mm-hmm. us uh, how dare you do this climbing <laughs> into each skeleton yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i've got you now <laughs> uh uh no i'm i'm uh talking to them okay. i say oh sir i see the next move that you would make and then i go to the other side and i say oh this is this this man is has you beat you had no chance okay. snack uh, leans over to bert bert can you do that uh Remove cursing again. I think something is wrong with Tibio. <laughs> Let him have his fun. Um, yeah, that's adorable. <laughs> Snack and Bird are standing more towards the entrance, and you see there are um, clean uh, pikes that are just kind of leaned against the wall here. Like, they just kind of gave up on guard duty. Pikes, you said? Yeah, like okay. like yeah. Like the fish. Spears. Yep, like the fish. Yep. <laughs> just like a really long fish. <laughs> and there's, there's actually nothing preventing you from moving forward further into this fortress. I'll stop fucking around with the chess pieces. Does anything on. happen when the chess game finishes? Yeah, you hear this noise. It sounds kind of far away, and it goes... So nothing happens with the chess board. Um, when you leave, though, everybody make a perception check. Mm, my special. Good. Perception. 15. Do I get to add my passive perception to that? No, that's, okay. that's something I never use. Well, that's sad. That was my feet. Oh, that you get passive perception? Yeah, is I it get, alert? 
I get passive perception and passive investigation plus five. Okay. To both. I'll, I'll keep a note on that. We won't um, use passive except she can. Yeah. So you can always roll or you can just say that number. Whichever is better. Yeah. So whatever your your passive perception, I believe, starts at 10. Mm-hmm. And then you just add whatever your bonus is. Yeah. Oh, so it'd be that. Yeah. So 15. Yeah. So you always get 15 or higher. Probably okay. plus whiz, right? Yeah. Yep. The feat is observant. Got it. 18 then. Okay. So 18, 15, 6. Seven. Sixteen. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we'll say fifteen and above. Uh, you all turn your heads as you hear something, a little, like, and you turn back, and you see that bo- both of the skeletons have, like, turned their heads to look at you guys as you're leaving yeah. the room. Yeah. Tibio, stop doing that, please. It was not me. I was not playing with the bones. I only was playing the chess. That's that worse. gives me the heebie-jeebies. I don't like it either. <laughs> um, further down this hallway, you can see that there's another set of stairs that goes up uh, after you walk for a while, and so that might lead you closer to the surface. I hold out my bone talisman. It is pointing straight up those stairs. Let's go up these stairs. Um, as yeah, you, let's get out of here. As you walk down that hallway, uh, you see an offshoot to the left and to the right, uh, and then about halfway down the hallway, you see... Two skeletons standing very close to each other, and they're standing. Standing, um, they're kind of like leaning against the wall, and one of them has like an elbow out against the wall, and then their hand is like against their head, and then their <laughs> arm is kind of out in like a I don't know sort of gesture, and then the other one is just kind of like has its arms like folded uh, against its chest and is like staring off in a like I'm not awkward like <laughs> so they both have this very like faux inconspicuous look about but them. Act natural. Yes. Act like bones. Tips. Tips. Yes, Bert. What's up with that? Um, Tibio is so used to seeing bones and skeletons all over the dang place that he does not know to be afraid here at all. Yeah. He's the, like, this is cool and normal. There's nothing occult about bones this is, to you. Yeah, you know? this is just like when the kids at home are playing skeleton are these Dorvish shape or Dorvish bones too? All of them. Yep. Um, Holly is gonna. She actually speaks Dorvish. Mm-hmm. Um, she is going to call out to them and say, uh, "Hey, is this your bone castle in Dorvish?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you hear calling from far away uh, up the stairs. You hear, um, "Leave this place, please." Uh, yeah we're we're trying to that's on our agenda you can't do you speak dorvish yeah i speak speak every language oh shoot i thought i was cool i studied dorvish for 12 years in school (laughs) anyway (laughs) sorry um do you guys spend any time on that offshoot going left or right or do you go straight up the stairs was the voice from the bones the the voice came from farther down the hall up those stairs. Beyond the bones? Yeah. Tibio has a one-track mind at this point and really wants to know where this bone talisman is leading because he thinks that it's something awesome. Of course, yeah. Lily goes with because protect. Yeah. Yeah. We're okay. sticking together. Um, so this, this final set of stairs as you climb up has these beds of blue moss on either side of it that kind of run up the entire length of the stairs that gives it this kind of grand approach. Um, and when you get to the top... Uh, you see this large uh, stone throne that is built into the wall, backlit by a huge wall of blue and this golden flame. And there's a, a really chunky dwarf skeleton sitting in this throne, and it's got this huge mace, and around its neck has a large necklace that's got a big square key on it. The, the shaft of the key is, is square-shaped. It's a stone bone throne. <laughs> stone bone throne. Mm. <laughs> 
And uh, it lies motionless ahead of you. He has a key on his neck? Yes. Mm. Um, oh, this the- is your bone castle. <laughs> <laughs> so is the talisman pointing to the throne? Like straight at him, yep. Okay. Um, is he missing a finger bone? Um, yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> um, so as you approach, he stands up. And yeah. he like puts his uh, mace on his shoulder just to rest it there for a second. And uh, you can see that this, this mace is an elegant, definitely magic item. It's an elegant work of craft. It's, it's really beautiful and adorned in classic dwarven finery. Um, but he kind of gives you this big, you know, mean mugging up and down. And then he goes, come on, nobody did anything. Are we giving up now? And he's walking past all of you and he's shouting down the hallway. He's like, we're just going to let anybody in and just grave rob us. <laughs> Take anything they want. And he turns back to you guys and he says, and, and shame on you, by the way. This is deplorable behavior. Go steal something from someone else alive. Oh, sir, we or, did not come here to steal. Don't steal from anyone. We did not come here to steal. We came because I, I have your finger. And it, like, in your hand, laying flat, the finger starts to wiggle back and forth. And then, like a magnet getting too close, it turns yeah. around and sucks onto his finger that's missing his final joint. And he says, <gasps> and he just, like, holds it up to his own face and stares. And he says, my finger, that's everything. I'm whole again. Oh, sir, I'm so happy for you. You are a complete skeleton and you look wonderful. He says, wow. And he just, like, drops his mace on the ground. And he's, like, marveling at his hand. And he's walking back to his throne. He goes, who are you guys? And he sits back down on the throne again, just marveling at his finger. Oh, we are just adventurers passing through, but I found this finger bone and it led me right here. And I'm so pleased that it did. I am so glad that I could help complete your skeleton. I never thought this day would come. I never thought I'd be in an underground fortress full of a bunch of weird bones talking to each other. Oh, Miss Holly, it is just like a home. Okay. Is he speaking Mm -hmm. in common? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) He says, uh, Right, so if you're not here to rob everything we have, why are you here? Uh, We kind of fell off a cliff, and then this was the only stairway that we could go up. So, And then the bone was pointing that way, so just seemed right. Tibio has, meanwhile, kind of like inched closer and closer to the throne and is like kind of just checking out all of his bones. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is... uh... The, the bones of kings feel different to you in a, in a sort of magical aura sort of sort of way and this guy is given off that vibe i'm just holding my hands like not touching his arm but i'm like holding my hands over his arm kind of feeling the power of the aura of the bones not that this isn't really cool and all but like uh where are we and why and how are you talking um right let me make an introduction um welcome to Castle Dundas. Yeah, what? <laughs> Castle Dundas. <laughs> Under the great mountain Dundas. This is Dundas Mountain. <laughs> so this uh, isn't, this is not anywhere near Vindorn. Okay. No. You can address me as King Mumble. Mumble Dundas. <laughs> Mumble? I said it clearly. <laughs> Are you the fifth? I'm the last. Hmm. Why? There's a, there's a song, the mumbo number five. <laughs> 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 I wasn't sure. <laughs> 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 no! 
Forgetting that really? exists. Really? We want Lou Bega coming after us? <laughs> oh, he'd be happy for the attention. Is this our first dead stop? <laughs> yeah, I think it is, honestly. You got me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, we can pick up next time. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. I'm Tim, your DM, and your genie. I'm Hannah, playing Holly Hyacinth. I'm Thomas. I play Engelbert F.F. Wisherspoon. I'm Tara, and I play Tibio Femur. I'm John. I play Snack the Cobalt. And I'm Maggie, playing Uli. Uli.